It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip-top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for February the 2nd, reminding you on this day of all days that rodents make really lousy meteorologists. We will hope for more spring, but why would we trust this duty to a rodent, to a varmint, if you will? Hey, don't ask me. I wasn't. I didn't get a vote. But on this dumbest of American holidays, we do, in fact, save it for you today because it's also KHQA American Family Superfan Shootout Weekend. What a day. Lots of great basketball coming your way. Six more games on the docket. And we're going to break it all down today with Matt Long, the legend and future Hall of Famer, as his Central Southeastern girls take on Monroe City in one of the marquee games of the day. We'll talk to Matt about that in a few minutes. We will also talk to Matt about an absolutely insane regional coming up this week, believe it or not, that his girls are hosting. Also, later in the show, Todd Creel, our friend, the head coach from McMurray Men's Basketball, will join us to talk about the locals on his team and the absolutely insane game his team played this week against Greenville, a game that finished 167 to 145. I tell you, you're not going to believe some of the stats this game generated, but that should be a ton of fun as well as we look forward to a McMurray program that's struggling right now but has a very bright future ahead. Let's get into the basketball from Friday night. We had a really good night last night, particularly here in the city of Quincy where the Blue Devils picked up the win over Rock Island Ullman at Blue Devil Gym. 60-48 to was your final. Quincy High School improves to 9-10 and on the season, 3-3 and in the conference Allman still winless in the conference. Big showing last night from Jaden Smith, who had 27. Big finish last night from the freshman, Jeremiah Tolton, who has indeed arrived as the Blue Devils pick up a huge win last night. Also last night at the KHQA American Family Superfan Shootout, the one boys game of the first night saw Quincy Notre Dame take on Notre Dame La Salette and win 65-42. to I got to say this for La Salette. They brought all 75 members of their small school to the gym at the pit last night. It was the best student section I have ever seen. They were loud. They stomped. When uh, Quincy Notre Dame was shooting free throws, they sung like a harmonic choir the school song. It was insane. What a great deal today. And they're back today to take on Pittsfield this afternoon. So they are worth the price of admission alone. Obviously, Quincy Notre Dame, nice to see them back home playing some basketball last night as Kevin Myers' team looked really good after a bit of a slow start. Dylan Foley with 19 points. Tommy Ray added 17 in the victory there. Elsewhere in Illinois last night, Concord Triopia improves to 22-2 and on the season with a 62-59 win over Springfield Calvary. That game played last night in Virginia. Nice to see that venerable old gym get some use there. Rushville Industry loses to Camp Point Central 59-35. to Lane Ippinson leads the Panthers with 18 in the victory. Payson Seymour continues to build momentum towards the postseason. The Indians take down Liberty 74-60. Tucker Kerfman off the bench last night with a star turn and 17 points. West Central, fifth ranked in the state in Illinois in Class 1A, destroys Carrollton 67-52. Cole Howard with 22 points in that one. It was Brown County knocking off Pittsfield 50-47. Nathan Hendricker with a big 25-point night. Also, Unity, a winner over Southeastern, 54-47. And Farmington downs Illini West. In Iowa last night, man, what a near good one for Keokuk as they fall a point short of upsetting Fairfield 67-66. Isaiah Say with 18 points in the loss there. In Missouri last night, it was Fayette over Scotland County, 71-62 to with a La Plata tournament. In the semifinals, it was Cairo knocking off Canton, 59-55. to 
Hannibal with a rough go of it in Kirksville losing 65-61 despite 33 points from Desi Jones, who will be playing in the Superfan Shootout today in the uh, 5 o'clock game against West Hancock. That's a really good showdown of two Player of the Year candidates in Drake Hamill and Desi Jones. Also last night, Paris goes on the road to Edina and beats Knox County 63-43. to Palmyra stays red hot with a 71-47 win over South Shelby. Bill Nunley and uh, Rhaegar McKinney combining for 30 points in that one. On the girls' side last night in Missouri, Mark Twain over Van Farr 51-37. Pilot Grove, who was state-ranked, becomes the latest victim of that rising Community R6 program. Community R6 wins 82-53 to again against a state-ranked opponent. Natalie Thomas, the sophomore, scored her 1,000th career point. She's in for a heck of a career, I assure you. Speaking of teams on the fringes of our area in northeast Missouri who are playing well, Paris continues to roll, knocking off Knox County last night 50-36 to at the La Plata Tournament Consolation Bracket. It was Schuyler County beating North Shelby 44-25 to in Iowa last night. Keokuk loses to Fairfield 42 42- to 36, but backs its way into a conference crowd, so congratulations to Mike Davis and the Chiefs on that one. Central Lee, a winner over Cardinal of Eldon last night, 79-30. to 30. We did have some Illinois girls games as well last night. Monroe's too much, or actually, excuse me, I should correct that. Monroe's losing to West Hancock in a battle of the Titans last night. 60-58 to 58 was your final there. It was Brown County with the win over West Central, 57-52. to 52. Lewiston knocks off Illini West, 51-44, to 44, your final in that one. It was Central Southeastern knocking off Rushville Industry 66 to 14. Your final there. Jacksonville Route a winner 58 to 23 over Calhoun. The Lady Rockets 26th win of the season, which is the new school record for single season victories for them. At the KHQA Superfan Shootout Thriller last night between Quincy Notre Dame and Highland. Double overtime sees Highland win 57 to 50. Also, I'll tell you what, the games were really good last night. Overtime win last night for Unity as well, as they would take down Clopton of Missouri as well. So big wins there. Superfan shootout is off to a roaring start, and it's been a good one so far. We have a bowling score from last night. The Keokuk boys rolling a series of 30-63 to take down both Davis County and Fairfield. Women's college basketball last night. Western Illinois hangs 111 on the board and beats North Dakota 111-90. Olivia Kaufman, the pride of Jacksonville, ties a career high with 28 points. And Western Illinois struggles on the men's side continue at home as they lose to North Dakota 74-73. to All right, that's it for that. Matt Long set to join us next, and we'll break down the Superfan Shootout. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on WTAD. Better bed, less money. Sleep Tight, 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Once again, here's Chris Dewar. And for my money, he's the best coach in all of Tri-State High School sports. Always a pleasure to be joined by Matt Long. And before we get into Central Southeastern's incredibly busy day today, I need to point out that Matt Long will be inducted into the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame in May, along with his brother Kevin, which is a really cool deal. It gets even cooler when you consider that Matt's late father, Bob, back in 1996, was inducted to the Football Hall of Fame. And Matt, I know the last thing you like to do is to talk about your Yourself, but that's a really indelible family legacy. How proud does that make you? Well, I think it's just testament to you know my father, my brother's commitment to uh, young high school athletes, and you know same holds true with them as it did with me. They had some great athletes and some really good coaches to help them out along the way, and put all three of us really in position to be successful. 
it is one of those things that you you've touched on it before. It's it's a family legacy, but it's a family legacy learned, and, and that is I, I think probably the most important thing as well is, is that you and Kevin had a really good mentor to kind of kind of gauge ever since you were really young. Uh, yeah, we did, you know, and sometimes the fault, you know, uh, I still have some what I call some of the old tradition in me when it comes to coaching, you know, and expectations and. And, you know, that really does fit the date pattern real well. But, you know, I've been able to adapt some, just as my brother has, in order to meet the changing times. And I think that's what allows, you know, coaches being successful. you got to be willing to change and adapt over decades. From your standpoint, you are adapting to the weather today. Two games, and this is a really big bite of a day for Central Southeastern. You're going to play tonight against Unity in a game you've got to make up for conference purposes tonight, I think at 8 o'clock, if memory serves me right. But before that, you've got a marquee date with uh, Monroe City at the uh, Superfan Shootout this afternoon, 1230, one of the three huge games we have. And I know this is something that we've tried to hook up in the past. I think everybody's really excited to see Laney Lance and Jada Summers on the same floor at the same time. I know you played them this summer. What kind of challenge is this for your girls, first of all, with just Monroe City, and then on top of that, Matt, with the two games today? Well, you know, Monroe City is a very fine ball club. They're very well coached. Uh, they're going to be a tough opponent. You know, they got the summer's girl, like you said. I don't think you stop her. I don't even think you, you control her. I think you have to go in the game knowing that she's going to be who she is and get what she wants. And we're going to have to do a good job of limiting the other kids on the floor and taking away a little bit of their production. And then, you know, we got a quick turnaround to go back tonight at Minden. Uh, it was important to us and our kids that we play that game. More so, not so much for the conference championship, but with the weather being the way it was, having so many days off, I think it's going to help us get into game shape ready a little bit more going into next week's postseason. Well, I need to ask you about next week because your regional and your hosting it is absolutely insane. I know you've been a part of other complexes, but as a regional goes, Matt, is this as competitive and as good as you've seen a complex put together? I We were talking about that the other day. I can go back 25 years, and, you know, there was years when us and the very good Notre Dame teams were in the same regional. We were a 20-win team, but they beat us by 30. But in my 25 years here, I've never seen a more, we call it the death trap regional in, in the area. I mean, I think you have four teams that are, are great possibilities of coming out and uh, winning that regional, West Hancock, Notre Dame, IW, and us. And, I mean, and I, we've told our kids, and, we, and we've told them all week, you win that regional, the sectional may be easier than the regional. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. What is the key for your team to get through? Because you've shown, I mean, I think your team more than anything this year has shown a ton of moxie, Matt. Is it just being you to the best of your ability, I, I guess, for those two games, whatever it takes to get you through to that, that regional championship game? Well, uh, you know, I have a philosophy. Sometimes unusual situations call for unusual game plans, and I think we're going to have to be very creative with our defensive game plan and offensive game plan to get out of that regional. Uh, you know, it's no secret. It doesn't matter who's in that regional championship. I mean, it's it, it's going to be a war, and if you don't come ready to play, uh, you may exit the postseason earlier than what you wish. 
I want to talk to you a little bit about your tournament throwing back because that might be as good a tournament on the girls' side as there is locally. And it feels a little bit at the time when you're playing right right there after the holidays into January, it feels a little bit like a regional atmosphere. How prepared are your girls? And, and you obviously got some of that, too, over in Bloomington as well because you, you do see great competition over there. Are your girls as battle-tested and ready for this as you t- touched on a death trap endeavor this next week as maybe any team you've had? Well, I think outside of the weather kind of hurting us here and there, I think, uh, you know, we use that – uh, Bloomington tournament and our tournament, uh, we prepare and uh, we talk about it being a regional and a postseason event. Get our kids mentally ready to know what they're going to have to do, you know, from one day to the next, a quick turnaround, new scouting report and stuff like that. So I think, you know, we're not, we're not playing as well as I'd like us to. I don't want to blame it on the weather, but I think it's had, I think every coach in the area will tell you it's affected their team somewhat. And, you know, hopefully playing these two games today, we get our uh, game legs back under us, and it'll, you know, win or lose, it'll kind of propel us into going into the postseason and, and allow us to be a little bit more ready. We have a lot of Quincy University fans who, who listen on the tangent who don't often get a chance to see you, but who I know are excited every time they pick up the box score and see Laney Lance. And you've coached a lot of great talent. I mean, some elite girls in this area. Uh, for those folks who haven't yet seen Laney in person who are going to see her at Quincy University, what can they expect the next four years? Well, first and foremost, they're probably getting the most highly competitive person I've ever coached. Uh, you know, she's very, very competitive. Uh, losing's not a part of her vocabulary. And, uh, you know, and, and she's a tremendous worker. I mean, she's going to do what it takes to be successful. I've heard, you know, I get several people ask me, can she play at QU? And my answer to that is if Lane Lance decides that she wants to be a premier player at QU, she's going to be a premier player. Uh, she is as good as I've seen and as good a kid as you'll find anywhere as well, Matt. Hey, I know you've got a big bite today. Good luck to you. We're looking forward to two great games out of you today. And I think people are genuinely excited, really excited from everybody I've talked to finally see uh, Monroe City and Central Southeastern on the same floor today. Do you, do you get a little of that bug, too, just personally? Is that something that seeing girls basketball because of all the years you've devoted to it, seeing it on this stage, does that excite you still, Matt? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're excited about coming and playing them and having the opportunity to play against her and just seeing, you know, how we match up and things like that. But I think our kids and our fans have put a little bit more credibility into it as we've gotten closer. Uh, there was a lot of excitement in our gym last night talking to parents about Monroe City and, uh, you know, that matchup today. So, you know, my first message is going to be to the kids, win or lose, let's don't disappoint our fans, let's go out there play with a high energy and effort level and leave it all in the court. And, you know, the chips will fall where they fall. Well, congratulations, Matt, on the success your team has had thus far. Thanks for joining us this morning and can't wait to see you at 1230 today. Hey, congratulations to you being inducted in the IBCA, too. Maybe we'll have to uh, knock elbows down there. I I tell you what, I think we can find some trouble to get into down there. I can assure you that, Mr. Long. Hey, thanks again. And when the morning ticket continues, we'll check in with Todd Creel. (laughs) 
Getting you ready for a full weekend of sports, it's the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Here's Chris. And welcome back, everybody. It is our pleasure now to be joined by the head coach of the McMurray men's basketball program, our good friend Todd Creel, whose team is coming off an absolutely insane showing this week. It was a loss at Greenville, 167 to 145. Todd, have you ever been involved in a game that crazy? Well, Chris, unfortunately for me, we, I grew up as uh, playing at Illinois College and then coaching there for a short period of time. So I went against Grinnell College, and that's that's the system that they invented that Greenville runs. And anytime you play a system team, you got the chance to have an outcome like that. Hopefully you're on the positive side of it. This time we were on the negative side. You are in a position, though, Todd, where you're developing some some really good young talent. And among those guys, maybe the recruiting find of the century for you in West Hancock's Logan Dorothy. His numbers from the other night, 48 points, 24 of 32 shooting from the field. That is insane. I'm thinking you're liking that sign at this point an awful lot since he's just a freshman and there is a lot of time moving forward for the 6'9 big guy. Well, Logan has had a very good freshman year. Um our wins have not been there, uh, but Logan has been everything that, you know, we thought he would be. Uh, he's just a tremendous offensive talent, can shoot. Uh, you know, he's got range. Uh, he's hit a couple threes, but his range is, you know, right now about 15 to 17 feet. Uh, he can really knock it down. And then just his move and his touch inside is, is really special at our level. And, you know, he got a chance to show that. Uh, last night he had 12 dunks in the game. Oh wow! Chris, it was it was really he was really uh, fired up, uh, you know, and and really finishing well. He is a kid who comes out of Reno Pinkston system. He is a kid who has improved every year. You've done a really good job, Todd. And I know the the record at four and sixteen isn't what you want it to be this year, but you kind of knew that you were building for the future. You've done a really good job tapping into that program. You tapped into Brian Ray's program with Trevor Voss and a couple of kids you have holding over from Drew Burwinkle and from Hunter Flessner that are there. I, I mean, the future looks incredibly bright for you based on the fact that you also had fifty two assists the other night, which was what the second highest total in division three history yeah we found that out the next day uh i knew 52 was the program record the night we did it uh, i told the kids i said you know we one of the things that we've uh, been really good at is sharing the basketball uh, on the offensive side it's uh uh, something that we've been, you know, we've been at the top or top two in our conference in, in assists per game. Uh, you know, we broke the conference record by 12 assists. So we shattered that record. And, you know, those things are great. It's building towards something I think that will be special down the road. Uh, really feel poorly for our, you know, we have three, three seniors that are in our rotation right now. And, you know, Hunter Flesner, you mentioned him being one, just has been a warrior and helped us win a conference title when he was a freshman and uh, just feel poorly that we couldn't uh, get a few more wins. We still have a chance for, you know, we still have some games left, but uh, to try to send them out the right way. But the, the freshman talent pool is probably as good as we've ever had here. Uh, just have to get them a little bigger, stronger, develop a little bit more as we go. Have you been able to put your finger on, Todd, what the disconnect has been this season? Because I think on paper you, you look like a really good team coming into this year. Well, offensively we've been pretty good. Uh, you know, just 
you know, our field goal percentage, our, you know, points scored. Offensively, we've been good. We've really had a hard time on the defensive side of the ball, uh, which is kind of funny because at the beginning of the year, we were pretty good defensively, not as good offensively. Uh, put the focus in on the offense. The offense improved. The defense slipped. It's just trying to get everybody on the same page has been has been tough. Adding Trevor Boss at semester, we had to go back and teach some offense to him, uh, spend a lot of time on that. But it was worth it because Trevor is a tremendous talent. Uh, but uh, you know, we had a hard time closing out halves. It's the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half. Uh, you know, we put ourselves in a little bit of a hole, make a great charge to come back. Uh, and then just run out of gas in the second half because we put ourselves in a hole. So we've been battling that. Uh, prior to the Greenville game, we had a couple good showings against some couple of the top teams in our league. Uh, almost beat Webster's winning our league, lost on two free throws with a second or two to la- left. Um, so we're making some progress. Uh, the system game's really out there and, you know, it's hard to prepare for that when you, you're playing regular basketball, then all of a sudden that, that comes up. So we'll have to get back into playing regular basketball today, running our offensive sets and everything. But, uh, we're looking for hopefully an opportunity to, to, compete well today and have a chance you've got Principia at home today and you touched on it it's a question now of kind of spinning it forward into next year with what you're doing and with the talent you have and obviously you'll build a recruiting class onto that and I know you can't talk about recruiting specifics but you do do an awful lot of recruiting in our neck of the woods which I think speaks to the value and the incredible talents of the coaches over here because I know you've mentioned that to me you like getting players out of certain systems that really speaks volumes about how good coaching is in our region doesn't isn't it at the high school level, Todd? Absolutely. You know, when you've got a, you know, you've got guys like Reno Pinkston who've been doing this for a long time, and and then you've got the 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 Brad Tom Haves and the and the uh, Brian Rays who've built really successful programs in in the coaching world shorter amounts of time. Obviously, Reno's been, you know, has the state title and 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 a lot of, you know, a lot of years there, but. Uh, you know, we just, this area, and it goes on and on, Kevin Meyer, and, and the, the area is really talented, uh, with, with guys that get it, guys that develop programs, not just play for the one season, uh, the one great year, uh, but you got some guys that are really good, good program builders. Last one for you. Have you noticed, Todd, a different energy on campus? I know my good friend Chris Douglas has kind of changed the whole dynamic of the football program over there. Uh, two years ago, you were having great success. It, it seems like McMurray really has some buzz to it these days. Yeah, I mean, we, we got some good coaches, uh, very good coaches. What Chris has done with the football program has been nothing short of amazing. I, you know, I've been, this is my 12th season at McMurray and, you know, it was, it was pretty doom and gloom when I took the job here in almost all of our sports and, you know, give a lot of credit, uh, over time, uh, we had, uh, Justin Fuller, our athletic director has really done a great job of, uh, supporting our programs and making sure that, you know, resources are thin in a lot of places these days at small private schools, but really fighting for us, our coaches and our programs to, to have as much as we can have. And there's some bigger things on the horizon here from the, an athletic standpoint that, you know, we're pointing towards the future and we've got some good people here that are doing some good things. Well, keep up the good work, Todd. Go get yourself a win today against Principia, and always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. 
Thank you, sir. I appreciate what you do. And, and again, congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction and, and uh, couldn't have happened to a better guy and, and a guy that cares more about kids in, our, in the area. That's for sure. You're awfully kind, my friend. And that wraps up another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket. We'll see you right back here next Saturday at 8 a.m. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.